Um, we want to talk about uh, American financing. Have you called them yet? What is wrong with you? Why haven't you called them? <laughs> I am not going to listen. I'm going to try the thing that my wife always does. I am not going to listen to your whining about not having enough money until you make that phone call. <laughs> uh, right now, if you, uh, if you have a mortgage that is over 3%, 4%, you have credit cards. How much? It seems you- like they're going up too. I mean, you're you're running out of time. I feel like to to revisit these mortgages. Well, actually, the banks are getting it cheaper, but you are going to get it more and more expensive. Mm. The banks will just make more money. Great. Uh, yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> credit card debt. If you have credit card debt, please just consider a consolidation loan. It's American Financing at eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Go there now. All right, 15 seconds for the national program, and uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Come one, come all. We're giving out free hotel rooms. Are you a Mexican citizen and would like to be an American citizen? Are you maybe in Honduras and kind of sad? Come on. We've got color TV and air conditioned rooms ready and waiting for you. We talk about the border in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So Katie lives in Pennsylvania. She was suffering uh, for the longest time from shoulder pain. It was wrecking her life. Everything she tried to combat the pain either didn't work or left her with side effects that were as bad or worse than having the pain in the first place. She didn't know where else to turn. Fortunately, Katie listens to this handsome man on radio an awful lot. Yes, that's right. And she, I, I don't think it was me. Uh, she was listening to my program and she heard me talking about relief factor. She decided to give it a shot. And um, and guess what? I mean, you know, the end of this story. After only a few weeks of beginning to take relief factor, she felt the pain begin to melt away. The best part, no side effects. Katie got her life back. And so can you relief factor. It is not a drug developed by doctors and 70% of the people who try relief factor go on to buy more because it works for them. Try the three week quick start trial pack for only 1995. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. Okay. Uh, I want to start with a, uh, I'm going to start with a song. That uh, Nick Daly and I are, we're working on a few of these songs. I think it's important that we do some things and teach some principles, et cetera, et cetera, in different ways and be more culturally relevant. It's why I'm painting a, the series that I'm painting right now of, uh, of heroes and, uh, and why we're doing songs like this. And it, my hope is that they will... Uh, be able to 
teach some things while also uh, infiltrating even in a little bit of our culture. This one is uh, was done by Nick. I, I was inspired by this guy in France. Uh, his name is Wax Taylor. And uh, in listening to his music, it's just genius stuff. And he takes cultural sounds and uh, messages and mixes them into songs. This one we've done, and it's about empowerment. There's so many complaining political speeches. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. Now look. I'm going to talk about us, the average guys, the John Doe's. He's the man the ads are written for. That's right. And it's because of the slimy politics that we have all this unemployment here. Signed a disgusted American citizen. Well, well. Look at that face. It's wonderful. They'll believe him. Let's see what you look like when you protest. Against what? Against anything. Just protest. What are you after? I mean... Money. Money. What do you want? A journalistic career? Money. Money. I've seen everything now. The free people can beat the world at anything, from war to tiddlywinks, if we all pull in the same direction. You better start right now. Don't wait till the game is called on account of practice. Wait, wait, wake up, John Doe. You're the hope of the world. All right, John Doe, let's go south of the border, shall we? Yes. Here we are in the great state of Texas, where we're just, we've, we're meeting new friends, making new friends with new neighbors, our hotel rooms being purchased by ICE. It's wonderful. You know, I always thought ICE. I mean, when you get to a hotel, what does somebody say? Who's going to go get ICE, right? Now they're out buying hotel rooms. 
They're renting them, uh, and and they're also building really nice places at $70,000 a bed. If you look at how much this is costing us now to build these new new camps, $70,000 a bed for the kids that are coming across the border. Arriba, right? You bet. Um, $70,000. Let's see. Hang on just a second. $70,000 per illegal. Um, did you get that for the COVID thing? The check it all uh, 70 grand. Uh, you lost your business. You lost your job. Did you get $70,000? Cause I, I, I didn't, I didn't get that. Now I'm an evil conservative and <laughs> I make money. Which I didn't earn, by the way. No, but fourteen hundred dollars are on the way. That's fourteen. Well, not to me. Not to you, but yeah. But to people, to people who who deserve it, fourteen hundred dollars, or which is almost seventy thousand. I mean, if you think about the difference there, they're both above zero, right? <laughs> both under a hundred grand. Both under a hundred grand. Right. So, I mean, so it's basically it's the same. Basically the same thing. You're right. Now, uh, Nancy Pelosi wants you to know that it is completely under control. She says the border situation is under control. In fact, uh, Omar, uh, Eli, uh, Ilian Omar, which uh, Elon was, wasn't she part of the AOC entourage down at the border last time? When she was talking about how horrible these things were, uh, AOC, of course, was saying that this was like Nazi Germany. Literal concentration camps. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? I don't know. That's how she says it. Really? She says they're like literal concentration camps. Uh, <laughs> okay. So here is Elon Omar. Listen. There are growing complaints about the Biden administration restricting stop, media access stop, stop. to the border. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. I mean, we have rare opportunity to use it, so. Ilan Omar. Ilan Omar. Ilan Omar. All right. Now we can hear Ilan Omar. There are growing complaints about the Biden administration restricting media access to the border. Are you among those who are concerned about that? It is it is very concerning again that you know we're we're not centering this conversation around what's actually taking place, um, where these kids are coming from, what situations they're fleeing, no, we were, what their conditions are right we now at the border. Uh, this conversation um, around the hysteria that is happening with the Republicans right now uh, is centered around you know the, gaining political points. It's not about the safety um, of of Americans. It's not this. It's not about adhering to international law yeah. and allowing people to seek asylum. It's not right. about coming to the table and working with us um, in, in regards to immigration what? policy. Um, because if any of those things were true, you would hear hysteria from them in regards to the northern border. Uh-huh. You would hear hysteria from them around you know, folks who become undocumented because they overstay their visas. Right. We, uh, and we, so it shows you really that this this conversation it's about maligning um and you know i, I think uh, creating it, a torturous space uh, uh, that often becomes dangerous um and, and violent well it, a torturous space i mean some of these hotel rooms don't have color tv i'm i just i want you to know uh,
Oh, man. They have pools, though, right? Some of them do. Some of them. Hot tubs? Is there a hot tub situation? I wouldn't use it. Do we have spa jets? No, I I didn't (laughs) say I would use it. I wouldn't use it. Uh, Hmm. You never know. You never know. Uh, But uh, the border situation is under control. Now, you know, there is also some crazy people, uh, you know, like the Texas Department of Public Safety. Uh, that is deployed down at the border. Uh, they pulled over an adult man and a 14-year-old girl in Starr County, discovered the man was a fugitive wanted by law enforcement for sexual assault. But they had just come over the border illegally. Now, <laughs> you're going to think uh, the girl, because she wasn't related to him, uh, it was likely that they paired up to cross the border uh, together and, uh, and, you know, and he was going to abuse her. But that's just your whiteness talking there. Okay, it is. Yeah, it's just mm. your whiteness. Uh, so she was fourteen, and you know he wasn't fourteen, and uh, you know he has he he has a record of assaulting uh, girls sexually. That doesn't mean that he was. He has learned his lesson because he was kicked out of this country once, and now he just wants to come back, and he's just trying to help. You know, this 14-year-old girl across the border. That's all that's happening there. That's nice. Yeah. So uh, don't believe all the stuff that you're reading about, that it's not under control. Because it is. It is. Uh, by the way, uh, looks like smugglers uh, are embedding criminals in the families to cross the borders as well. You know, it's a, another crazy story. And please don't believe any of this. Um, there's another crazy story out there that... Uh, these children, you know, because it's six thousand dollars, it could be up to twenty thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for a you know a struggling family in Mexico. You know, six thousand dollars is a lot of money. I mean, that's probably you know two days in Disney World. Um, six thousand dollars is a lot of money for people here in America to cough up. So where are all of these people that are dirt poor coming up with six thousand dollars? I mean, is it that bad that they they're fleeing and they and they have six thousand dollars in cash just to I'm going to take it out of the bank. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to take it out of the bank. Where are these people getting six thousand U.S. dollars? Now, some would say, but again, it's like, you know, police. Can you trust the police anymore? Uh, They're actually saying that. these drug cartels are holding the families hostage uh, or making them promise and they will pay up kind of like the Italian mob did in the early 1900s that, yeah, we'll help you get to America, but then you're going to owe us a favor. And this is expanding the drug cartels influence here in America. But don't worry. As Alana Mar said, we, we're not talking about the real issue, where these kids are coming from. You know, let's just all assume they have anywhere from two, four, six, up to $20,000 that they can, the families can just cough up because they're looking for a better life here in America where they can, wow, they're looking for a better life where they can make it here because they can't make it there, but they've got $6,000 in U.S. cash. Wow. Seems like there's some inconsistencies to this narrative. Seems like there might be something there that. uh, 
Is there any point, too, we can start noting the incredible incompetence of the Biden administration who came in and changed all these rules without any plan whatsoever as to what would happen when they changed these rules? When Do they you came- really think this isn't the plan? I, I, I mean, I don't I mean, I don't, they're agents of chaos. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I, the plan might be, and I, th- I would agree with this, that they want to have uh, a, a situation where these illegal immigrants are getting across the border and becoming citizens in the long term. I don't know that they necessarily want this hassle because the, even the media, as we talked about before we came on the air, there are scattered showers of journalism all over the place right now. Uh, yeah. And uh, like, can we check on? Uh, we're going to go to the weather forecast with journalists <laughs> here in just a second. Give me. Uh, and now, scattered showers of journalism. <laughs> yes. Now that's coming up in just a second. We'll go to Stu, our weather guy, uh, in just a second. First. Let me tell you about the good old days where someone wanted all your money. They just shot you and took your wallet. Ah, life was simpler back then. These days, the bad guy will give you a Mai Tai or three and put them in you. And the next thing you know, you own a timeshare. <laughs> is, that not, is that not great? Now, not only are you almost certainly not using it during the pandemic, but you probably weren't using it much to begin with, but you are paying for it. Isn't it time to end the madness? There is a legal way to end it. Timeshare Termination Team can get you out both effectively and legally 100% guaranteed or your money back. I want you to call Timeshare Termination Team. Get the process started. Don't keep putting it off. Get stuck with another year of timeshare you're not going to use. And if you use my name, Beck, they will give you 20% off when you terminate your timeshare. So make sure you tell them that I sent you. It's 888-GET-YOU-OUT, 888-GET-YOU-OUT, or visit them online at timeshareterminationteam.com, timeshareterminationteam.com. Have the peace of mind with Timeshare Termination Team's 100% money-back exit guarantee. Learn more online right now at timeshareterminationteam.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, take a look at the weather now with uh, meteorologist <laughs> Stu McGear. Hi, Stu. Here we saw a stunning development in the storm uh, front on the uh, on the Cuomo side of the map here recently, yes. uh, which has yes. been very shocking to me personally. Yes. Yes. It took a long time to develop. Yeah, but there is a lot of high pressure from the left yes. uh, on that one. Yes, which, a lot of high pressure. Yeah, a lot true. of high pressure. And you're seeing some of that as well here. However, I've noticed over the past week or so... Mm-hmm. Incredible increases in the amount of journalism falling from the skies on the border area of this country, which is shocking to me. I'd have to see it to believe it. Let me give you an example of okay, this. This yeah. is from ABC News. Martha Raddatz, her, uh, they're like their lead foreign affairs uh, correspondent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here she is on their podcast this morning. After hearing Republicans complain about Joe Biden and how did this happen and some Democrats complain about how did this happen. So did you come here because Joe Biden was elected president? Basically. 
basically. People who I spoke to said quite clearly they came because they thought Joe Biden was opening up the borders and welcoming them. Biden promised that we can cross with, with minors. Would you have tried to do this when Donald Trump was president? Definitely not. Specifically, they said they wouldn't have come if Donald Trump was still president. Huh. So the Biden administration really has a problem on its hands. Yeah, I, I agree. So give me the I, I got to have you've got to give me the New York Times music here for just a second, because I have to ask uh, our meteorologist a few questions on this one. Um, do you think that these journalists are? I think these journalists have actually seen the light, or is there something else going on? Perhaps global warming. That's a great point. I hadn't thought about that. Yes, it's global warming. It's That's global it. It's warming? definitely yeah. global okay. warming. Yeah, thank you so All right. much, okay. <laughs> Michael Bavaro. Thank uh, you. That's a pretty incredible. Uh, report and this is they're not alone at abc i mean a lot of these places are telling the same story which i think honestly is it's just a sign of really high levels of incompetence there's no reason they have such a a favorable treatment from the media there's no reason to get stuck into a controversy if you're joe biden you come in there and you do even a moderately okay job and they're going to say you are god but i don't think joe Biden. i mean could we play the walking up the stairs thing i mean i don't think joe biden is in control i really don't i don't think i think bill o'reilly is Right. I mean, this is really sad. This is okay. There's one. There's two. There's three. He's on the ground. He's pushing his life <laughs> alert button there. And uh, it's sad. Um, yes. I don't think that that he's he knows even what's going on really in the border. And I don't think that he is on the day to day details. I oh, think uh, I think radicals are in charge of that. And that's the you could argue that's what happened here, right? Like they came in and changed all of these rules on day one. I mean, Biden signed all the stuff, but, uh, you know, they <laughs> whatever. I mean, he campaigned on it, though. Forget it. Forget it. any. I'm not going to give him a pass because he falls downstairs. And this is complete incompetence and he deserves to pay the, the political price oh, for it. Oh, I oh, I agree with you 100 percent. Just remember, on the other side of that door. Carol Merrill's here to oh, yeah. tell you all about it. No. It's <laughs> President Harris. Yeah, no, he, I want Joe Biden to remain I president. want him to be alive mm-hmm. and healthy and president. We are rooting for you. We are rooting. We are pulling for you, brother. <laughs> Stay we are, in power. We are pulling for President Biden. Back in just a second. <laughs> So let me tell you something that I like to tell my kids when I like to get my groove on and I really want to jam. Oh, it drives them crazy. This is so great. I do this to them all the time, (laughs) usually in public around their friends. Hey, kids. Well, dad's going to get his groove on. (laughs) I'm uh, popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. They fit really well into my ears. (laughs) I can... I can uh, hear what I'm listening to, you know, all the hair in my ears because I'm an old man, but I'm not because I'm jamming. 
Mm. Uh, here's the thing. And they, they like that. Oh, they it's the greatest punishment ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go take you out in, in a pack of your friends at school, and I'm going to pick you up, and I'm going to dress with white socks and shorts, and I'm going to talk like this. Hey, kids. Raycon. They are great. Even the kids don't like me talking like this, but they do love my Raycons. I do, too. Raycon offering 15% off all their products. They're already half the price of Apple, and they are great. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. Go there now. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. And go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You get 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Act now. Oh my! I I have to apologize immediately. Uh, I'm really sorry. Uh, could we please play the uh, CNN interview with uh, Linda Sanchez, uh, Congressman Linda Sanchez, over the weekend? On uh, I don't necessarily think that it's appropriate for journalists to be inside um, centers that are that are are not permanent places places for children, that children are not placed there permanently. They're processed out of um, those facilities as quickly as possible Mm -hmm. and as quickly as the facilities will allow. Mm So uh, some of them are being held there longer than they're legally supposed to be. Um, they are doing we'll, we'll the best have that you... they can under COVID protocols. If, if it were okay. not a pandemic, I would totally understand. I feel really... Um... I feel really bad because in the first half hour, we talked about, you know, journalists and uh, and some journalists that are (laughs) saying we should be allowed in to take pictures, you know, Mm -hmm. because that's happened with every uh, president. uh, You know, Uh, in fact, do we have the photojournalist that uh, says that he has tried to uh, get in with every single president? Uh, Every single president has allowed him to photograph U.S. Customs and Border Protection operations, except for Joe Biden. He is from Getty, the image special correspondent. His name is John Moore, and uh, he's he's speaking out now because uh, Joe Biden isn't letting anyone in. And I thought this was a transparent uh Maybe when he fell down, he bumped his head and he forgot about that. Oh, see, there's another joke. Mm-hmm. Do we have the audio of the of the the guy on MSNBC saying, you know, don't joke about that thing? Because that that's I got to apologize again. My gosh. Guy on NBC this weekend, MSNBC said uh, joking about the president falling down the stairs could lead to assassinations. And uh, so bizarre. What do you mean well that just that's clearly a logical step is Cle- it clearly you joke about the president falling mm-hmm. okay and the next thing boom he's dead from an assassin's bullet <laughs> it's not usually the way it happens i will say too uh, would- gerald ford fell down the stairs saturday night live always making fun of him <laughs> true. squeaky from thank you very much good night I mic don't. drop no I, that's none, none of that's rational in any way uh I, it's, it's when does that matter no it's true i mean look what they did with trump i mean i know there's a, a drew holden had a, a great thread of all the things they said about trump think piece after think piece after think piece about how we have to absolutely 
absolutely take it seriously that he could only he had that issue where he had to use his other hand to help himself take a drink of water and he looked like he was walking very gingerly Mm -hmm. uh, down the ramp Mm -hmm. and that was that is important we must focus on it no it sounds like it's nothing but we must change that we must focus on it because it is serious you know every single media organization said that back in the in the day and now you know you're not even supposed to ask a question about it or have a little it chuckle. was a sad it was a sad fall i, I mean this is you're it, watching them yeah you're watching somebody who is clearly clearly should not be in this position uh you're watching them just deteriorate in front of your eyes and uh, does the family not care does does no one care is this the way this guy is going to go out Really? You're going to have him remembered this way? It's just so obscene. So obscene. But they, you know, they don't they don't care about the truth anymore. Have you seen the uh, journalist from I think it's the Atlantic? So here's the latest on the Asian uh attacks from apparently the right. The Asian attacks are going on. There was somebody else that was uh, there was somebody else that was attacked. It was horrible, horrible. Sixty eight year old man, Asian, punched in the face uh, uh, at the stop of the uh, one train in New York. He's in critical condition. Now, we have the attacker on tape doing it. We know who it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, it, it, I mean, just a really bad guy, black. Here's what the reporter from the Atlantic tweeted. Now, remember, we're crazy conspiracy theorists to say Joe Biden and his son are corrupt. That's a crazy conspiracy. Tariq Nasheed just tweeted, many people believe that the NYPD is orchestrating these random attacks on Asians using black people who are paid assets. I'm not sure how true this theory is, but when suspects dressed like black black exploitation characters using jive turkey 70s dialogue like this, it does seem questionable. Mm. Really? Alex Jones wouldn't even go there. Alex Jones wouldn't say, what are you saying? He's saying this is a false flag. That's what got Alex Jones thrown out of society and the most dangerous man of all, because he was saying false flag. This guy is not only claiming false flag, he's saying the cops are paying black people. And the only reason why you can tell this is because it's obvious a white man dressed him. What? Yeah, that's that's a fascinating theory, especially because going back a long time, Department of Justice records show that the most common attacker of an Asian person is an African-American, despite being one fifth the population of white people. uh, That is the most and not an Asian people uh, are tied with white people for how many people attack Asian people. So again, this idea that there is some sort of bizarre epidemic of of violence against Asian Americans by white supremacists is not shown really anywhere in the data. I mean, it doesn't seem to be. Well, do you need it? You have the vice president now of the San Francisco school board. 
mm-hmm. uh, talking about what's really going on with Asians. Now, of course, oh. this woman is very conservative, being the vice president of the school board in San Francisco. Uh, she has uh, said uh, many Asian students and teachers I know won't engage in critical race conversations unless they see how they are impacted by white supremacy. Mm. She says, I grew up in a mostly Asian-American school, and I know this experience all too well. Many Asian-Americans believe they benefit from the model minority BS. In fact, many Asian-Americans, teachers, students, and parents, actively promote these myths. They use white supremacist thinking to assimilate and get ahead. Talk to many Lowell High School parents, and you'll hear praise of tiger moms and disparagement of black and brown culture. Where are the vocal Asians speaking out against Trump? Don't Asian Americans know that they're on his list as well? Do they think they won't be deported, beaten? Being a house N-word is still being an N-word. You're still considered the help. Oh. People, I... They are just these activists are just so crazy. No, no, no. no, she's a vice president of the school board in San Francisco. What what makes you say she's an activist? <laughs> she sounds like one. Really? Sounds like an activist. No, she's just trying to help all the students. This just obsession with with skin color is remarkable. You only hear this. I only hear this from white nationalists. This level of obsession. You know, you you and. You go. I guess you go to a white nationalist conference, you might see this sort of obsession with, with the color of skin. But this is what we're getting from so many who are in control of the lives of your children. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of like people, we've heard a lot from people in California, and a lot of them have been saying, hey, open up those schools. Do you, do you know what you're asking for here? <laughs> Maybe this is the best year of your kid's life. Maybe uh, your kid being taught by you or someone uh, near near you uh, in a group uh, sort of maybe setting even just maybe being better. taught by Netflix, you know, and <laughs> no Star Wars movies might be even better than this. <laughs> by the way, uh, the Recall San Francisco School Board campaign, uh, the ones that found these tweets, she said, I am not going to even address tweets that were written five years ago. Oh, I know. Oh, that's yeah. That's five years ago is so long. Since when is that a no go zone for the left? So they released this. They are these are liberals in San Francisco that are banding together and saying enough of this. By the way, she represents schools. The school that she's talking about and the school that she's overseeing the schools is a mainly Asian area. And she's calling them white supremacists or using white supremacist philosophies, which is do good in school. Do work hard. Be a model student. Be a model citizen. A what? Model for what? Whites. That's what kind of model. Exactly right. That is really the the philosophy behind the anti-racism stuff, the white fragility stuff, is that these characteristics that we've all always looked at and said were positive and it was my understanding it was across all societies things like showing up on time working hard oh wait until i show you wait until next hour oh i've got something that's being taught now in businesses that you won't believe well i mean you will 
but it's it's all that. Mm. It's all that. Wait until it'll it'll boggle oh, your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, could I just leave this segment with uh, some common sense from Bill Maher? <laughs> Listen to what he is saying on segregation and who's to blame. We seem to be entering an era of of resegregation that's coming from the left. Mm-hmm. I mean, on many college campuses, you can have there are separate dorms, mm-hmm. separate black dorms graduation ceremonies, stuff like that. How will that affect elections in the future? You know, I, I think uh, there's, there's a lot of, there was a great study in North Carolina that showed that, you know, racially integrated schools make people more, more liberal. Uh, but, you know, I, I think just to go back, I, I think that the important thing is to just realize that most non-white voters uh, are not liberal. Uh, they don't identify as liberal. We should take that really seriously. Uh, and I think that when it uh, like realizing that most voters don't share our values means that we should instead try to meet people where they are with the values that they actually hold and that we should talk to them about issues that they care about. Uh, that's uh, one of the, you know, brainiacs from the Center for American Progress. Uh, one last clip from Bill Maher. I, I never thought I would live in an era. I remember watching movies about the 50s and the blacklist era when people would whisper that you were a communist and all it took was somebody informing on you and saying, oh, they saw you at a rally or at some peace march and you were branded and your career was over or you were on the blacklist. People go to parties now and they like, they don't want to talk. They're like, can I talk? I don't know your girlfriend. She might be woke. (laughs) Really, I'm not making this up. People, this informant thing, this it's not just what you do, it's what you don't report. That's another way the goalpost moved. I was mm-hmm. reading about this guy, Winston Marshall, the banjo player in Mumford and Sons. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I remember when they were a thing yeah. for about the time it took to take a p- <laughs> This guy tweeted out that he liked a book. It's a book called Unmasked. I never heard of it. You never heard of it. It's apparently not favorable to Antifa, so it's criticizing Antifa. Okay, people write books. He tweeted out, finally had the time to read your important book, You're a Brave Man, to the author. Now he has to step away. Everyone's always stepping away from the band. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, And this is his apology. Again, so Soviet. Over the past few days, I have come to better understand the pain caused by the book I endorsed. What? Would you hit somebody over the head with it? (laughs) I have offended not only a lot of people I don't know, but also those closest to me, including my bandmates. What a bunch of they must be. And for that, I am truly sorry. It's so Stalin-esque. It's so, you know what? Right, How about I can just... read what I want? I'm a musician. Don't well, worry. Wait, it won't happen again. Hope... Jeez. Uh, hopefully, people are starting to wake up to how Soviet we are becoming. Um, if you're one of the people who are desperately trying to get out of one of the cities, you know, uh, have you had an Andrew Cuomo or a Gavin Newsom type breathing down your neck over the past year? You finally had enough of it. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, it's going to be hard to sell your house. People are leaving those left-leaning cities in droves looking for better places in the United States to settle down. And if you're one of them, I've got really good news for you. 
Real estate business is really serious. When I founded Real Estate Agents I Trust, I wanted to be able to easily access the most serious agents. What he was just saying is really important. What Bill Maher was just saying is, yeah, I don't know. Can I trust? You have to have trust with your real estate agent. And these are people that we have vetted. And I can't say that we all vote the same way, but we all are looking at the same kinds of things. Hard work, honesty, integrity. We have the same principles. And you need somebody that you can be open with and trust. Realestateagentsitrust.com. They're the people that are going to help you get out of your current house and into the right house for the right amount of money. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. I am going to share with you a very, very, very controversial bill. And uh, you won't understand why it's controversial. Up in the state of New Hampshire, um, we're going to tell you about uh, a state bill and an act that is going through the Senate and the House of Representatives. um, And it is the Propagation of Divisive Concepts Prohibited Bill. They're trying to... uh, They're trying to stop the teaching of divisive concepts. Now, right now, you're probably thinking, oh, geez, what are they defining divisive concepts as? George Washington crossed the Delaware? Uh, Well, wait until you hear. And we've got a couple of of people who are deeply involved in this. And the news is it's not going to pass. Wait until you hear this bill. Next. This is the Glenn Beck Program.